Hello, what's up ladies and germs, Pete here from TU Avon Blog. No intro today, no podcast sponsors, just content. So, I'm going to ditch the accent now. Here's what we're going to talk about today. Three things on blog income reports. Monthly income reports from bloggers, we see these all the time. Are they useful? Are they really that useful? Do you get value? Do you read all the way through? Do you click on their affiliate links, etc.? Let's dive into three things really, really quick. One, I sent out a survey, a Google Forms got 87 responses, which is pretty sweet considering that was in like four hours. Uh, and I'm going to share the response, the uh, the answers to the question, do you get value from blog income reports? I'll show you the answer, the survey results, that's one. Number two, uh, a lot of bloggers wrote in from my fans and just gave me a, a couple of paragraphs and sentences and I want to share my favorite responses from those. And three, I want to give you what I think are the best blogging income reports out there on the internet that actually give the most value to bloggers trying to make income, trying to go to their sites, etc. And no, I'm not including my own on that list. So that's three things. Let's jump in right now. Number one, here is what I asked people, asked bloggers, quote, for me personally, I find blog income reports to be blank. Unquote. Here are the answer choices that I gave to them. Uh, and this is a range, as you'll be able to see. I find them super useful. I find them somewhat useful, but they need to provide lots of details, lessons learned, etc. I find that some bloggers may do useful reports, but very few. In a way, they make me feel inferior. Seriously, not very useful. And then spammy, spam, 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 blob marketing at its lowest. That is the question range. And so very, I'm not going to give you the exact numbers because this is a podcast and all the numbers will probably get lost on you, but you should know by far 60% of people that took the survey said that blog inter- income reports, excuse me, blog income reports are somewhat useful, but they need to provide lots of details, lots of goals, wins, losses, lessons learned, etc. That's by far the biggest response from the survey. The lowest response is quote unquote seriously not useful. So it turns out that mm, pretty much everybody could agree that they provide some sort of value. That response was like very, very low. Also, the spammy McSpam spam blog marketing at its lowest response, that was actually very, very low. I was expecting a few more jaded bloggers to weigh in maybe and, and pick that, but not many did. Um, another thing that people were really, really keen on were, uh, excuse me that some bloggers may do useful reports, but very, very few. So it's a very popular thing to do in several niches, especially like personal finance, which is uh, uh, only tangentially, if that's a word, related to blog income, I think. And I've heard a bunch of people give this response, both from the survey results, obviously, and then in uh, email form, like, open-ended question response, a bunch of people have said this. They say, I think it's appropriate for some niches, but not others. For example, people like me who teach other people how to blog, it can be very interesting to, to share insights. But for other niches like budgeting or whatnot, is that is making money from a blog like really what they're into primarily? Or is it just a way to make affiliate income? So, okay, that's number one. Let me share some of my favorite responses from the uh, the open-ended question. How do you get value from monthly income reports? 
Eric from High Five Dad. Sorry, Eric. Eric from High Five Dad uh, dot com. He says he loves them, but with one caveat, he wishes more bloggers would include expenses. It does no good saying, oh, look, I made three thirty five hundred dollars from Bluehost affiliate links when they spent like forty five hundred in Facebook ads just to get that. I totally feel Eric's point with this. And that's actually just a minute. I'm going to tell you some of my favorite income reports from my favorite bloggers and they give just outstanding detail about their expenses. Um, I really, yeah, I agree, Eric. Great point. I like including expenses as well. I think that's important, especially if they have, you know, like you said, variable expenses like Facebook ads that might drive revenue. I think that's directly related and that needs to be reported. Good call there. Mandy from big tiny steps. She said a lot of income reports spread noise in quotation marks about what blogging is really like and can be discouraging to new bloggers. Uh, and on that same note, let's go with CJ at the money guru. Actually it's CJ, the money guru com. His first line was they make me feel like shit. Oh, that's a good start. He says they've been blogging for almost three months now and haven't made a single dime. And to that, I would just say three months is nothing. CJ, keep going, man. You totally got this. It takes a long time, especially if your goal is income. Uh, It takes a while. Just be patient. You got this, man. Three months is nothing. Uh, He says, when I see bloggers pulling in thousands of dollars every month, it makes me feel bad about myself. I kind of expected a few more people to say this, Um, you know, Mandy at Big Tiny Steps says it can be discouraging. CJ says it makes him feel like shit. I uh, I could see that. It makes me feel a little down too, especially, this is going to sound a little, uh, you know, building myself up here, but some of these bloggers making thousands and thousands a month are friends of mine now. Like I built, I've made these connections, built relationships, had them on this podcast even, and I almost consider them as equals, which is really stupid because they're way ahead of me. <laughs> now that I think about it, but uh, that's even more discouraging to me personally. So I totally feel you, Mandy and uh, CJ. I think you're absolutely right. Uh, okay. What else we got here? Lee from bald thoughts. He's actually going to be in the podcast very, very soon. Um, he says, I don't always read them, but blog income reports add value to other bloggers. So this makes me think of one thing. Are these reports more useful? The earlier, earlier you are in your blogging career. I think so. I think so. A few other people have said this as well. Kiwi and Kiwi. No, I think I said that right. Sorry, Kiwi. She says I, or he says, I don't even know. I definitely don't think everyone should write monthly blog in, income reports. I already said this to the niche. Couldn't agree with that more. Kato at the dollar build as a blogger. I'll occasionally read other people's income reports to learn a few tips and tricks about how to make it in the blogging world. I find it encouraging to read about other bloggers success. However, I've decided not to publish income and traffic reports for my blog for a couple of reasons. It's not what my readers want. Again, like I just said, not every niche should do these. I agree with you, Cato, especially personal finance. I don't know. It's wishy-washy. It's wishy-washy. It's, uh, it's tough. Um, okay, we'll come back to that in just a second after this next one. Ooh, look at this. Shavika at Dirt Cheap Wealth. She goes, my main gripe with monthly blog income reports is this. Meh. They mean nothing and add absolutely zero value. Here's why. You undermine your true blog audience. Remember, not everyone who comes to your blog wants to become a blogger. That's what she says. And again, I've been reiterating this over and over again. That's one. Uh, 
the reports can never ever calculate the value of time. This is a very interesting point that I've never really thought about, but they're absolutely right. Although I have seen some blog reports that do go into time spent on various activities. Uh, I do find that pretty useful myself. So maybe that would, you know, appease Shavika a little bit. But overall, I agree with her. Jenny from Good Life Better. I love Jenny. I think I would actually prefer quarterly statements over uh, or year over year statements, excuse me, instead of monthly stuff. Blogging is so seasonal. It would let me compare April to an April versus April to a September. I think that's absolutely right, by the way. Blogging, especially depending on, you know, certain niches, is very seasonal. It's interesting. Uh, she also says, maybe I'm being naive, but I enjoy blogging for me. I want people to read my blog and I want to make money from it, but I think I would do it anyways, even if those things never happen. I agree with that too. I see this uh, all the time. And some of the most successful bloggers I know is that they just blogged for years and years before they made a dime and they did it because they loved it. And I know that's corny and I know that's simple advice to just throw out there. Be passionate, blog, you know, for you. But at the end of the day, I think it's important. I think you're right. Good job, Jenny. Okay. Um, blah, 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 blah. What else we got? What else we got? Jeff Proctor from Dollar Sprout says, I have a love-hate relationship with them. If more than 20% of it is copy and pasted from the previous month, I hate them. Okay. This is so clutch. I see this all the time. You know, all these income reports start with a little bitty story and then they have the actual affiliate links and then they end with like, do you want to start a blog too? I can't stand those. I'm going to say this right now. I hate it. I understand affiliate links. I have them in my income reports too. I understand you want to promote your how to start a blog course. I kind of get that, but uh, Jeff Proctor, you're absolutely right, man. I don't like those huge copy and pasted four paragraph things that are basically like, oh, you need to start a blog and here's how and take my course and all that stuff. Uh, I think the more personal and the more unique stuff you can include on any given month, probably the better. Okay. Let's switch gears for a second. I've been rambling. I got a bunch more here. Uh, you can go read them at doyouevenblog.com slash blog. I have a, a huge post on this. But I'd like to share with you some of my favorites income reports that people can learn from. And I will actually promote my own. Screw it. This is my podcast. I can do what I want. I, I spend a pretty good amount of time on mine. I talk a lot about goals and wins and lessons learned, and I share traffic stats and screenshots and podcast downloads. I'm really trying to add value through mine. I hope you guys find those useful. But other than that, let me go with uh, Rosemary. Rosemary has been on the podcast before. She's at thebusybudgeter.com. Why it's awesome. She's a rock star. She makes seven figures plus a year now, but... Her audience absolutely cannot relate to that. Like we said earlier, right? Uh, <laughs> most of her audience doesn't make $100,000 a month from their blog, and maybe they don't even want to. So what she does instead is very fascinating. She actually shares other people's income reports on her own website. <laughs> so she'll she'll share mainly newer bloggers, by the way, beginning bloggers. She'll share their stuff, and she'll provide feedback on it. And I will just tell you, this made my all-time favorite list because her feedback is absolutely amazing for these new bloggers. It's incredible. It's really good. Uh, you can check those out. Busy, 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 busy I'm trying to talk fast. Can you tell? You can probably tell. <laughs> Sorry if all you guys have this uh, podcast on like 1.5 X speed. You're probably like freaking out right now. Sorry. I'm talking fast today. Uh, Pat Flynn, 
smartpassiveincome.com. He's a king of blogging for a good reason. Like he really does. He, he still brings the value. I really do think that. And maybe it's a little corny because that's like one of the, the top of the funnels where people discover blogging. I get that. But his income reports are still super juicy. He it's like, you know, completely inspiring and motivational because he makes, you know, millions every year. But he also is just super personal. He adds unique content for each of these reports, not all copy and pasted. And he breaks down expenses, which I he's probably the best person, I think, on the Internet at breaking down his blog expenses every month. I've always been fascinated by how much he pays his team, his VAs, what he spends on software. Like he does a good job at that. I think his income reports are awesome. Sorry, all the Pat Flynn haters, but I, I, <laughs> I agree with that. I actually don't think there are many Pat Flynn haters. He's a nice guy. Uh, Miss Faf from Frugal Asian Finance. Also been on the podcast, of course. Uh, she doesn't share a whole lot of blog revenues because that's actually not what's driving her reports. She actually shares a lot about traffic and social media and strategies and Pinterest and just all sorts of useful other metrics besides revenues. And it's engaging and it's smart and it's witty. I, I highly recommend her stuff. You can find it at frugalasianfinance.com. And on the same note, Lily. So I think it's actually Miss Faf's best friend, best blogging friend at least. And uh, also on the podcast, same episode. Um, hers are also great. Same exact reason. She shares a lot of really deep stuff when it comes to her traffic strategies and how to grow and, you know, the comments that she's done on other people's, I mean, just random stuff, but it's really, really engaging and really, really valuable. I think <laughs> I encourage everybody to go check those out. That is uh, the frugal gene.com is where you can find Lily. Thank you, Lily. Uh, let's throw out one more John Lee Dumas. Okay. So there are JLD haters. I don't know why he's actually a super nice dude. Um, he just makes an unbelievable amount of money from his blogs and his, uh, two, you know, freedom journals or whatnot in his podcast. And it's very internet marketer. I get that. Like some of it seems a little bit spammy because it is, it's internet marketing. I get it. But John's a, a genuinely nice, caring, sincere value adding dude. And his income reports are good. They just are. So I love the way they're laid out, by the way, a plus for that a plus design. Um, but he, he also includes like income and expenses, uh, as well as just personal stuff. What happened throughout the month, the conferences he went to, et cetera. And he also has like accounting and legal tips. Like it's, it's kind of random, but the people like the dude who does his income reports is a CPA, CPA on fire, I believe. And he'll throw in a random accounting tip like every month. Like he just, he brings the value in pretty much everything he does, but the income reports, I would highly recommend people go check those out. They're really good. So those are my favorites. I recommend if you were listening to this and you want to lead, lead, bleh, read a little bit more, you can go and check out the post. Do you even blog.com slash blog. It'll be at the top. If you're listening to this shortly, or you can go, I think the URL is blog hyphen income hyphen reports blog income reports with hyphens in them uh that's the url do even blog.com slash blog income reports with hyphens you can find this post there's a lot of good stuff there and that's it i'm gonna go ahead and sign off i'm not doing any promotions just wanted to drop you guys a little podcasting a little earlobe action for your week and i'm going to have some pretty sweet interviews coming up we got uh lee at bald thoughts I, uh, I have another <laughs> Mr. Uh, Mr. Money, man. What, what, what? 
millennial money man uh, interview coming up. Uh, what else? Uh, Shanna at the mom edit, a mom blog. That's just absolutely amazing. Um, Monica Louie, Facebook ads expert. She's going to talk about how we can uh, all use Facebook ads, even as broke people, us broke bloggers. Some good interviews coming up. Be sure to stick around. If you haven't already, go join the email list. I guess I'll promote this to end it. Yeah. Go join the email list. You can go to doyouevenblog.com. It's right there on the homepage. That is my preferred way of communicating with you on any given week. So go join. That's it, man. That's all I ask. No, you know what? It's not all I ask. If you enjoyed this little short episode format, I know that's not what you not what you signed up for. I know this podcast is usually deep dive interviews with successful bloggers, and that is what I want to produce. But at the moment, I'm super busy, and I don't have a full-time job, and I'm trying to grow this thing to make sustainable revenues. So, you know, I got to do this too every now and then. Let me know if you enjoy this format, or if you sincerely don't, I would absolutely like you to tell me so (laughs) please tell me that say pete just stick to the interviews man we don't care about these little 15 16 minute things uh please let me know hit me up on the twitters at do even blog or pete at do even blog.com send me an email okay that's truly it this time (laughs) i love you guys do you even try uh thank you for listening once again and yeah i'll catch you guys later ciao